at it with dating and men today? You're at the right place. Welcome to the Freedom Reigns Podcast with Victoria Baxter, a.k.a. Coach V, the new love strategist. It's time. Time to renew your mind. Time to renew your heart. Time for you to win at love. Your ways haven't been working, sis. Why? We do things differently when it comes to the kingdom. It's why we're instructed to not conform to the patterns of the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. How else will you win? Coach V is here to help single women renew their hearts, to positively position themselves with the intentional dating skills that are necessary to win at kingdom love. You know, the one that encompasses God's love, self-love, and real love. Tune in to the latest Freedom Reigns episode, where it's about experiencing freedom based on His Spirit at work within you. Good evening, butterflies. I hope you all are doing well. Welcome to the latest episode of the Freedom Reigns podcast. Let's just get right to it, right? Can we talk about AI, good old artificial intelligence, and how it is messing up your relationships? And I know it might sound weird, but let's really look at what artificial intelligence really is. So ultimately, AI is superficial information that determines something's ability to perform cognitive functions. Now, I know that oftentimes, you know, that's going to be um, associated with, you know, machines and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, it does go a little bit deeper than that because it functions like a brain. And there is some artificial intelligence that has your brain altered and it does shape how you do relationships. And what I will say is that it's causing you to lose. And y'all know that I'm all about women winning at love, but AI is causing some of you to lose. And I want to tell you how, so just stay with me. AI, for starters, I know something else that starts with AI that I talk about a lot, right? And it's abandonment issues. And this encompasses daddy issues as well. And really just any type of rejection that you experienced. It can be mama trauma or anyone who abandoned you in some type of way. But if we look at trauma in a whole, because in general, like that's what it's all about is trauma. And I've explained before that trauma is defined as something that is deeply distressing, depressing, or disturbing that you experienced that was unexpected. And ultimately, there are three different types of trauma. There's acute trauma, something that results from like a single incident that happened. There's chronic trauma, which is repeated and prolonged, you know, think like domestic violence or any type of abuse. And then there's complex trauma. And this is exposure to, you know, various and varied multiple and traumatic events that, um, oftentimes are invasive and, you know, even interpersonal in nature. So you have to understand that trauma is something that can significantly impact our ability to learn, to form memories, to regulate emotions. It can affect our ability to be calm, to think, to learn, to reflect, and to respond flexibly and in a planned way and manner. So trauma alters your brain and it'll have you believing certain things and reacting based off of this information that you have unknowingly retained and it's embedded in you and it determines how you perform. So it goes back to AI as far as artificial intelligence. Now, trauma as a whole, there are four different trauma responses, or should I say trauma languages that people have based off of the trauma that you experienced and based on the type of trauma, right? 
Um, the first one is flight. This is, you know, running away versus engaging in conflict. You know, you don't want to experience any potential disappointment. So it's like you're, you're a runner, right? Like you bolt. Oftentimes this is in, um, I see this in ladies that have the avoidant attachment style or even fearful avoidant. Another trauma response or language is freeze. This is when you literally find yourself like being paralyzed by fear. There's like a numbness, you're unable to speak. You know, even if you think about like an animal playing dead, it's kind of how some people respond to things as well. Like an animal will play dead because they can't attack, they can't escape, or they can't process what's happening. So the thing is that humans do this as well. And I see it again, even showing up in relationships. It's like you, you're you're paralyzed by this fear. You don't know how the person is going to respond or, you know, you might be unable to communicate your needs, your wants, your desires, your frustrations, even with a man, because you have that fear of abandonment and that fear of being rejected, that fear of being unheard. So you freeze up. That is a trauma language. Another one being fawn. This is people pleasing. A lot of you will people please to appease what it is that is stressing you out or who it is that is ultimately causing you stress. And this is definitely common in those who have um, abandonment issues as well. Again, abandonment issues can affect everyone differently. It can, you know, people can have different attachment styles based on abandonment issues and people are going to respond to trauma and conflict um, and disagreements and things differently as well. So it's like, People fall into like, you know, one of very few categories at the end of the day. But with the fawn response, I realize a lot of ladies I encounter, they experience this when they are unable to say how they truly feel. So they might resort to flattering the man or even deflecting in some way, but yet they have this uh, persistent feeling of they feel like they're just unheard or they're being taken advantage of, but yet they still stay in people, please. And then the fourth trauma response is fight. And of course, you know, we say fight, but this can be physical or verbal. This can be lashing out emotionally. This can be being aggressive. You know, think about a woman who might be combative, argumentative. Um, you know, this is something that I used to engage in. I would just lash out. Like I can be quick with my tongue. I was very nasty when it came to my mouth and the things that I would say, but this was me being on the defense and being ready to attack. So the way that I would respond, you know, in relationships, of course, no man is going to be dealing with that, right? Like nobody wants to deal with that at the end of the day. And, you know, of course, I know that majority of my audience are black women, you know, and then we think about the whole angry black woman, you know, idea that gets passed around. A lot of us are, um, you know, we find ourselves in like that fight mode ultimately, and it's a trauma response. So trauma will have your brain in constant fight mode. So those are the four trauma responses and trauma languages. And I wonder like, which is yours and why? It does stem from childhood, that I do know. And trauma language will also go hand in hand with your attachment style. Now, if I can move further into this, let me talk about bitterness. I know that bitterness is one of the heart issues. It's definitely one of those heart habits that keeps women single. If you're in the SAS tribe or if you're on, um, you know, the New Thing Life Coaching mailing list, I did a recent webinar on this um, this past Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. And I went live in the group and on the YouTube channel, and I also sent it to everyone on the email that's talking about it. But bitterness is something that I see a lot as well. And it's understanding, you know, that typically bitterness is a product of past disappointments, heartbreaks, 
hurt, um, you know, whether it's um, it happening several times or whether it's just an isolated incident. But I do know that bitterness is something that exists among a lot of you. And we know that bitterness, you know, again, it's the biblical way of pretty much saying unforgiveness. Those who are coming into the upcoming semester of New Heart Academy, if you do the pay in full option, you're going to get free access to my freedom and forgiveness workshop, even with 15 signs and symptoms of bitterness that you might not be aware of because it's something that is a heart issue that I really want women to ensure that they are not bitter, that they are ridding their hearts of bitterness, that they are dealing with whoever it is that hurt them ultimately because it will interfere with your dating language and your love language. But when someone has like trespassed against us, when they've betrayed us, violated us, and it's like there is no justice, that is how bitterness is born. And it's like, you know, you think about an ex or someone who did you wrong and it's like, you're frustrated because you're sitting there looking at this person. You know, this man is still going on living his best life. Maybe he's already moved on with another woman, maybe even married. You know, you're trying to figure out why is he doing all of these things for her that he could never do for you. That is bitterness. And you're frustrated because you're feeling like there is no justice that was actually served for what that person did to you. And this will now turn into indignation if left unchecked it can result eventually in anger rage it can even manifest itself in like outright violence like that is another fight response so unforgiveness is another artificial intelligence example that's due to how your brain is wired and configured due to past things so if you really know like there's someone that you haven't forgiven and some people don't even realize it like I always have to take my ladies through the forgiveness test and I ask a series of questions that'll help determine have you really forgiven that person because sometimes like people think that they've forgiven but they really haven't so if you were to really get deep and think about it like who has let you down that you haven't forgiven it is time to let it go like you must deal with it and I see in a lot of the fearful avoidant ladies, like they have that need and desire for a man, yet they're very guarded only because of, you know, a fear that they have of losing them. So it's like, it's interesting how a person who's fearful avoidant, how they show up in relationships, like people that have that fearful avoidant attachment style, it's like they crave closeness and reassurance from their partner fearing that they will abandon them in some way. And then their attitude, their mindset, their emotions, it has like all of these different things on display because of it, which ultimately can be very confusing. I remember when I do um, like the, I did the poll in the group. And then when I did like the relationship readiness assessment, one of the questions on there, you know, um, I believe it's about like your attachment style. And when I ended up, you know, doing these analysis sessions with clients and we'll talk about, you know, like, they think their attachment style is one way. And then when I figure out how they actually show up, even in the early stages of dating, it becomes very clear that the women who either think that they're anxious or the ones that think they're, you know, um, avoiding a lot of times they're fearful avoidant, which is a little bit different from the others. But this represents the ladies who, you know, fearful avoidant. This also represents like, you know, the ladies who they talk about how they know they're a handful but they're not ready to do the work. And a lot of times when women say, well, I know I'm a handful. I know I'm a piece of work. I know that I fly off the handle sometimes, um, you know, but it's going to take a certain man to blah, blah, blah. Like they're wanting a man to come and break down those walls. 
which is crazy because like there are already all of these complaints about the shortage of good men and, you know, ones that are going to meet the needs and the list of, you know, whatever it is that you desire. But what I do know is that fearful avoidance require a man who is honest, patient, and trustworthy. Like he must really prove himself to those who are fearful avoidance because that is the only way that they're going to feel secure. Ultimately, it stems from trauma. And there's still that fear that you might be abandoned. There's still that fear that you might be rejected. So again, you crave the closeness, you crave that reassurance, but there's still that fear that exists and it can determine, you know, how, how you respond in certain situations. And again, I get it. I get it 100%. But for those of you who fall in that category, I still want you to do the work because again, artificial intelligence in any form, it is messing with your love life. But for the next few moments, I do want to focus more on bitterness because ultimately this is where a lot of it stems from. So you have to understand when bitterness is present, that means you resent the person that you have yet to forgive. And your resentment in a relationship, it's like it's an open wound in your emotions. It prevents you from healing. It prevents you from moving forward in life. It prevents you from living your best life. It prevents you from having that abundant life that Jesus came for you to have. And your resentment will destroy the current relationship because of the underlying grudge that you're holding. But bitterness can consume you in general. And it'll even pour into other potential relationships because your brain, it's telling you to protect yourself because that person might hurt you too. He might turn out like the last. So again, that is still artificial intelligence. I have to work with clients intensely on this because it prolongs mental and emotional pain and it might even exacerbate it. Like bitterness and resentment, it leads to long lasting anxiety and or depression. Like it goes before like, you know, vengeful acts that will end up putting you at further risk of being hurt. Like when your attitude comes off a certain way and you don't realize like how you might come off again, even in the early dating stages or whatever, it really puts you in this place of fear of being hurt or victimized. And then you will possibly find yourself engulfed in a never-ending, self-defeating cycle. And especially those cycles of getting even. But I see a lot of women engaging in self-defeating cycles. Self-sabotage. Self-betrayal. Ruining relationships. Not realizing how you come off. Blaming men. Bitterness. Wanting a man. Protecting yourself. Ruining relationships not realizing how you come off. Remember, I said it is a self-defeating cycle. Understand that bitterness affects your entire body, preventing you from developing real self-love. And y'all know I'm all about helping my ladies win at kingdom love. I said that is that combination of God's love, self-love, and real love. I'm sorry, God's love, self-love, and yeah, and real love. Real love with an actual man and in your romantic relationships. So... If you're struggling in this area of bitterness that is now affecting your body, that means that you're not even allowing yourself to show up as the best version of yourself. Because real self-love, you know, that's going to affect your physical health. It means you're good with taking care of your body, taking care of your mental health, being emotionally stable. You know, of course, I talk about the financial wellness, your social circle, the kind of men you date, the kind of people that have access to you. All of that goes into self-love. 
And you have to love yourself in order to recognize love, in order to be in love, in order to receive love from your future partner, and in order for you to even love him properly. If you don't deal with these things, it is another form of self-betrayal. You're literally betraying your desires, betraying your wants, betraying your needs. And the thing is that resentment, bitterness, frustration, the trauma, all of this artificial intelligence has an effect on your serotonin levels, which generate an increase of anger, emotional pain, anxiety, depression, the list goes on. Artificial intelligence, bitterness, all of these things, they kill relationships. They sabotage dating ships prematurely. They will cause you to continue to sabotage everything that ultimately you want. And the thing that you have to understand, the seed of bitterness is a hurt that is planted in someone. Again, it is a seed. And y'all know I always talk about those TWA seeds, your thoughts, your words, your actions. Those are all seeds that get planted. And remember, Galatians says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. You will reap what you sow. And I realize that a lot of the AI issues, they have ladies oftentimes either leaving and walking away too early which people don't realize is just as bad as staying in a situation too long. And again, those who also have abandonment issues, um, you know, and trauma and stuff like that, they will end up staying in an unhealthy, toxic relationship because they crave that closeness. They crave companionship. They want to be loved. They want to be good enough because someone from the past dropped the ball and let them down. So all of these things, they go hand in hand. They all go together. This is where I see people killing relationships, even engaging in passive aggressive behaviors. Um, in psychology, the emotional reaction and mood of bitterness is referred to as embitterment. And what this means is that there's an emotional state of feeling let down and unable to do anything about it. When you think about a state, like where do you reside? Like what state do you live in? Like that is a place where you live. You literally reside there. So embitterment, embitterment is meaning that you are literally staying in that emotional state. You are in that place of feeling let down and you are unable to do anything about it. And it pours into relationships due to that opening, due to that open wound that has you bleeding on those that never even hurt or cut you. Like you have to deal with it because it shows up as a form of AI that makes you think that all men are the same. Well, this man is going to hurt me too. Well, let me hurt him before he hurts me. And it's probably not going to work out anyway. Well, I'll probably be single forever. Well, God has forgotten about me when it comes to this area. Like some of you are bitter with God. In the Freedom and Forgiveness Workshop, I'm going to show you how to be free. I'm going to show you how to rid yourself of the bitterness. But for now, I just want you aware that it's hurting you and aware that it's preventing you from getting where you truly and ultimately want to be in love with a good man, a godly man, a handsome, amazing man, a man that will be all that you're praying for. Like, think about those secret prayers and those silent prayers. Don't lose hope. I beg of you, don't lose hope, sis. You just got to stop letting abandonment issues, rejection, fears, insecurities, daddy issues, you know, trauma, bitterness, and artificial intelligence in general ruin your relationships. 
Stop letting it prevent you from experiencing a healthy one. Y'all already know I'm all about the happy, healthy, holy relationships. So what I need you to do is the work. I need you to do the work. It is time for a change. Do you want to get well? I always say like Jesus asked the invalid, do you want to get well? If so, then I need you to stand up, pick up your mat and walk into greatness. He is doing a new thing in your life, in your love life as well. So gather yourself, be blessed and remember winning at love is a choice. It is a choice. It is a decision. It is is an option that is available to you. And one thing that you should also know is that I'm here for you when you're ready to do the work. Coach V is a certified life, dating, and relationship coach. She's also a speaker, author, and the founder, creator, and teacher at New Heart Academy. And she's here to help you win. God wants you to win too, but you must renew your heart. Connect at www.NewThingLifeCoaching.com to start your transformation process. But first, subscribe to the Freedom Reigns podcast on your favorite platform so you know about brand new episodes.